Championship ringside. That's right, championship ringside. We back with another episode. Shout out to everybody listening. Shout out to all my wrestling fans. Shout out to the movement. Shout out to shout now. Blizzy Blizz. Yeah, right, right, right. Let's, let's, let's take that back. Blizzy Blizz here. Blizzy Blizz. Alongside with Keem. I know that guy also. Good of a guy. Right, 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 right. So, uh. Not too, too much of a hell of a guy. What's going on, y'all? We, uh. We back with another one. We, uh. DJ Cat. We talking, we talking wrestling. We talking wrestling. I know y'all probably like duh. Wrestling. But, um. Yeah. So. We already spoke on Dollar Dollar Bill, y'all, coming back, <laughs> and him going dollar, against dollar pill. against Warrior and Lesnar. You know, check that out on YouTube, of course. Um, Trump change chart. On the other side, we got Roman Reigns, but we gonna we gonna let that cook. We ain't gonna even talk about Roman that. Roman right Reigns now. versus the Scrap Daddy. So what we gonna talk about now is. My friend just pulled up. Uh, my co-host just pulled up. A, well, same damn thing. But yeah. he just pulled up an article of Sports Sports it's, Illustrated. Sports Illustrated top ten wrestlers of twenty twenty. Which I mean, I, I was surprised you ain't, you ain't hear about this. I did not. No, no, no. I didn't. Been a busy man lately. Been a busy man. So you ready for the list? Let's go. Let's go. You familiar with Eddie Kingston? Eddie Kingston, that is who? He's, he, wrestles, he wrestles in AEW. No, I'm not familiar with him, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay, that's number 10? Yeah, All pretty right. good. Like, I ain't that familiar with him, but it is, yeah. All right. All right. Tribal Chief, number Roman, nine. Roman Reigns, number nine. Number okay. nine. All right, all right. And I'm about to butcher this name, Kota Ibushi. The New Japan. Yeah, guy. yeah, I, I definitely know about him. All right. he, a le- he a legend, for sure. All right. Uh, he's number eight. Right, number, se- number seven, Io Shirai. Io Shirai. Best, really? Yeah, best female in NXT. Really? Wow. Better than Real Ripley. <laughs> Better than, yeah. Wow, okay, yeah. okay. Number seven, oh, number six, Ding Dong. Hello. <laughs> Bailey. Hey, Bailey. Uh, uh, I knew you uh, was on this list. I, I, as you call her B, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's the connection me and her have. See, yeah. Sasha. I see you doing your thing too. Yeah. I miss y'all, you know. I bet. I bet you do. You yeah. need a moment? Nah, nah, I'm good. I'm All good. Right. I'm good. I'm good. Got number five, the cleaner. The current AEW World Heavyweight Champion, Kenny Omega. Wow, number five. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah. All right, all right. Whew. Number four. Yeah, if y'all reading it, if 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 y'all listening to this and y'all know the list, number four is uh Number four, I ain't about to try to say that name. It's, Let me try. It's a, uh, it's a uh, Tetsuya Niato. I I I think I know the name. I don't even know the name. But yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I I got you though. Go ahead, go ahead. Number three, the sword swinging WWE champion. Drew McIntyre, which right. the Goldberg shit overshadow everything. Him and Keith Lee had a hell of a match. Shout out to, shout out to Goldberg, my bad. Shout out to Goldberg. I mean, not, not Goldberg. Shout out to, shout out to Goldberg. Shout, shout out to Drew McIntyre for being, I'm pretty sure he's the highest WWE person on this list. Uh, number three. But. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, he doesn't know the list, y'all. All right. Um, 
Number two, John Moxley. John Moxley. Shout out to John Moxley. Him and uh, Renee have a, expecting a baby. Okay. Number one, you ready for this? Go ahead. The boss. Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks, number one. Get the fuck out Get of here. Are you serious? Yes, right here. Wow. Yeah. That's why, that's why I saved That's why I said I'm a single. Damn. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How did she get number one? I don't. I, I would. I mean, I would have gave it to Bailey if you would have gave it to any one of them. If you, yeah, if you didn't give it to one of them, Bailey kind of. Man, wow, but, wow. But hey, look, I'm not mad at it. Shout out to Sasha. You know, uh, I love you. Of course, you know, I ain't you mad at that. Man. You don't have a problem. You know, I had you one A. <laughs> you know, or one B, whatever for Banks, whatever. Uh, Bailey, we don't go to the one. Which is that? Look, that's shocking. Yeah, I, when I saw that, I'm like, wait. Is this Photoshop? But this real deadly man, the Holyfield. And shout out to John Mox for making number two. What's weird is the fact that you know it seemed like that 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 run was overshadowed by your opponents and the shock value what they was bringing to your opponents right. that you was going against. But and Kenny Omega being number five, he's hot right now. But he was kind of like. True that. He, he was like True that. low a little bit. It's because we know the truth. That's yeah, all. Yeah, I mean, all. you know. He, you we already know y'all just pull the trigger on his Yeah, he, he getting the shine now, but, I mean, you know his time was coming, but, you know, he looking out for how other you, people. How you feel about them rolling with the Bullet Club angle? You, you oh, think, I, I fuck with it. I'm saying you think it's recycled, or you feel like, you know, they should add something new to it? I mean... They add something new to it. Well, not really, because the whole invasion thing... It's always like New Japan the ROH was always working together. But uh I mean this I guess we never really well did we had the Bullet Club in America, huh? Mm mm. I'm trying to think. It was always New Japan. Oh, it was all it might have been was it Ring Island too? I think it might have been Ring Island too. Maybe Ring Island. But Oh yeah, I mean outside of Ring of Honor, which is I mean who the like not be literally Ring of Honor, but who the fuck really watching Ring of Honor? That's like not well not hardcore wrestling fans. I know hardcore wrestling fans watching it, but like just casual people watching it, like flicking on the TV and just watching wrestling, they don't know what the fuck going on in Ring of Honor. But yeah, like I mean it's something new to the American audience to to uh, but. Uh, to me, everything in wrestling recycle. It's just fucking yeah, make it entertaining. I'm just getting your opinion on it. Just, yeah, you know, I, I, I fuck with it right now. <laughs> and plus, damn, he, he made it. He ejected back early. Oh, you, oh, fuck it. They already winning, so. Yeah, that's why it don't matter. But yeah, I was already, I was I was hoping Kenny would make a turn here. And I was just waiting for him to get his puss because, like, shit, he probably the best wrestler in the world. I had to see it. I know everybody gave him that stigma. I had to see it myself. But I definitely, um, I'm still shocked that Sadi picked Sasha as number one. Yeah. I had to be, I had to look that article up and see why they picked that. But I don't know why. I, don't know, I thought I, I don't know. I thought that was going, I don't know. I guess because I was working. I didn't get to talk to you about it. All right, so let's, uh, let's get this party started. You ready? Alright, let's roll with that. Oh yeah, and that's why I was, yeah. Let's uh talk eras of wrestling. 
What you mean by eras, my brother? I'm talking about the phases of wrestling, not decades. It's the phases of like we'll describe what we mean of the phase. Like it's pretty much how how the atmosphere of wrestling is, and it, it pretty much get named most of the time before, right after, but. We're talking about, you know, y'all y'all get it. Y'all know what errors of wrestling is, man. If y'all a wrestling fan, I, I don't think, you know, y'all y'all should know. It's not the decade. It's like it's like uh it's like nineties basketball is not truly nineties basketball. It's like leaked over from the eighties and then early two thousands, something like that. And when they say nineties basketball, they really mean Chicago Bulls. Yeah, shit and, like that. But and it's the power bombs at the free throw line. Yeah, it's pretty much like there's a big man era. There's a pay attention and you will understand. So look, oh, before we get into this, I was doing my research on this episode, right? Uh-huh. And the end of an era video popped up, and it was like superstars react to the end of an era. It's so hilarious because they like, oh, when I watched this match, I realized this is like. The end of an era. This is uh, three of the most influential faces of the the Attitude Era. I'm like, why well, we gonna really act like Stone Cold and the Rock not there? We yeah. not gonna act like it was like three years. Wait, what that was WrestleMania 28. Yeah, we not gonna act like that was like uh, nine years after Stone Cold and the Rock retired, pretty much. Or well, not the Rock, but Stone Cold retired. We not gonna act like it was eleven years removed from the Attitude Era. Hey, and then what was more funny was that there was a uh, what they said. Oh, after this, Undertaker has nothing, nothing to accomplish, and he wrestled like so many other years after that. It was it was like, just hilarious. Like six years after that, seven years after that, it was eight a, years after that. Yeah, it was hilarious. I was like, man, he it, just retired. They, they had to keep a straight face while they were saying the story. Like, I don't think they believe that these the most influential. Like, we know who the two most influential. Are. Uh, people with the attitude era is. I think we're gonna get into that. Well, let's I got start. a lot to say about this attitude era. Well, hold up, my friend. We had some errors before that. And we gonna yeah, we gonna discuss in the main. Uh, what would you say, modern day? Yeah, we gonna. I'm gonna call it the TV era. But let's give a shout out to the what the old era, the WWF era, the all that shit. Territories. Who it was? It was like Luthers, Buddy Rogers. Billy Graham. Oh, you talking about the old WWE? Bob Backlund, Bruno San Martino. Shout out to them. We're not going to give y'all that much love except this, which y'all are getting right now because. I ain't watch y'all growing up. Honestly, our dads didn't watch y'all growing up. I don't think our grandpa watched y'all growing up. Like, wonder why? Because y'all wasn't on TV. Let's keep it a buck. Y'all wasn't on TV. We had to pay, pay, pay tickets to get, on, to get in to watch those shows. And when I hear about the wrestlers back then, they always talk about Gorgeous George. He was kind of like the most famous one. He was like the most flamboyant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know why I thought of a boy, George, when you said that, but I know what you're talking about. They're probably the same person. Who knows? Hey, who cares? So, we're going to start off with the golden era. The steroid era. Okay, well, clearly we see what this episode about to go again. Steroid. Well, there's a lot of negative nasty <laughs> going on today. Because I'm... So I'm gonna say the goal that ever started with uh, Terry Hogan, the 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 uh, 98, oh, 98, Lord have mercy, uh, 8, 1984, when he won the world title against the Sheik. 
If you want to call it, I don't, I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't write that down. Like, I don't know. I, that's I, when the Hulkamania was born. Okay, yeah, there you go. Because that's, that's I, I didn't write when the golden era started. I just know it started with Hulk Hogan somewhere. Yeah, when you're a wrestling fan, especially WWF, them numbers get pinched, just pounded in your head. I'm surprised you, you really didn't know that. Like, yeah, I try to I try to write down the interesting shit. Like this when they started getting on TV mainstream. Like Vince McMahon started, you know, oh we like, we gonna be on TV a lot Vince more. He bought out all the territories. Facts, he, facts. He went public. I mean, he went he went on uh, national with it. And then uh, of course he uh, dropped WrestleMania, which was supposed to be this big extravaganza. But for some reason, WrestleMania three more popped than the first two. I I, I never I understood that. I guess because Aretha Franklin was there. Wait, which one? Three? Mm-hmm. So fuck Hogan, Suplex, Suplex and uh, Andre, huh? That was three. Yeah, I know. You said because Aretha Franklin, though? You know what? Fuck that match. That match was horrible. You should have watched it. That's your problem. Nobody cares. About, see, wait, see, who cares no. about Hulk Hogan's body slam Andre the Giant? Hold up, hold up. Let's keep it a buck. Macho Man Ricky Steamboat was the main event for that, that, I, that WrestleMania. I got y'all back, fans. I got y'all back. That's King for watching that fucking match. <laughs> they didn't show no highlights of that match. They showed one suplex that entire match. It was a body slam. Whatever. You watched it. That was your fault. Like, they didn't show... I don't, did they even show the leg drop? Or he pinned him right after that? I never really watched that match. Okay, I'm about to say... I, there's only a few Hogan matches that's rewatchable. Lex Luger. That's not real. It's rewatchable for you. Yes. Because you like to see Hogan get whoop this man ass for like 20 minutes. And then he just <laughs> come back What the fuck is that? Like, what the fuck like, is that? No. SummerSlam 05. That's not rewatchable. These good Hogan matches. You can't watch that sober. You, you, these are good Hogan matches. That's about it. That's not, you got any Hogan matches to watch besides those? Um, See what I'm saying? Nope. All right. Well, we're going to leave it at that with Hogan matches. Uh, SummerSlam 05 and uh, Lex Luger and WCW. Uh, yeah. Damn, there's really no Hogan match. It, there's really not that much. I, I keep it a buck with you. But look, he was the star of the golden era. I'm sorry, y'all. We, we, well, I'm sorry. I, I didn't jump to Keem's side. He was the star of the golden era. And you want to know who had the, who, who, you want to know who was in the golden era? Mr. Perfect, Piper, Macho Man, Warrior, Warrior, Rick Rude, Andre the Giant. Like these dudes was all over, and Hulk, and Hulk Hogan was over all of them because he was the guy. He was the guy. He and was- then. WCW came about. Yeah, well, it, yeah, it was, it was all, it was always uh, NWA lurking around. Yeah, like the WWF was for New York. Yeah, like for New York and New York and uh, NWA was for the Southern people, which they considered the real wrestling or whatever. And wrestling, they had, and they had Ric Flair and Ric Flair. Just as big a name as Hulk Hogan was in the eighties. Facts. Rick Flair was going town after town every night, wrestling sixty minutes. It'd be a sixty minute draw, but hey, it is what it is. He was he was the man. He was he was. Uh, so, shame we never got that 
that match and they well not they prime but like ninety two, ninety one, ninety two when when Flood got the yeah Vince dropped the ball on that one, man. But yeah, I think that's what I got on the um the golden era. I mean, back then it was more about the showmanship, like it was who could come out there and look the most muscular and just. Yeah, it was it was real cartoony then too. Yeah, they didn't put emphasis on matches the or wrestling. Yeah, like you had the guys like Mister Perfect and Macho Man and Rick Rude, guys who gonna you know put on a great match. But I mean, it was more about they won't see Hogan come out there, pose for about ten minutes, coming to the ring, getting the ring, get beat up, so just so he could hulk up and. Big bootleg drop and pose another 20 minutes after. That's what they came. That's what they came to see. To pose 20 minutes after. Yeah. The same pose, he just go in a circle. I don't know. After the first one, like, yep. I, I didn't see enough. Grab your kids, like, oh, I don't even matter if he started on my side. And I just, I know what he's doing. I'm going. <laughs> we've, we've all been there. Mm hmm. He do it three times. Yeah. 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 Unfortunately, I've been to a Hulk Hogan event. Oh my for a God, bruh, bruh. So when the next the next era is the new generation era, right? What what started the new generation era to you? To me, what started the new generation era was when Bret Hart beat Ric Flair in '92. Okay, all right. Uh, I like for the, that for the uh, for the championship. I like that. Okay. And they was they kind of wanted the warrior to lead the the new generation, but that's when they got away from the big muscle guys because of the whole steroid era. Started going with guys like Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, you know, people like that. <clears throat> but it wasn't like I mean, as we talked about it before, the business was down back then. Right. And wrestling kind of fell off because... They had the steroid trial going yeah, on. Yeah, the steroid trial. So they focused on, like, less... less much. Yeah, one-handed catch. My bad, but shit, that was nasty. Wait, that's Jimmy Graham? With his bitch ass. What? Oh, blast from the past, he said. Then he left. Then he left. He, he ran off the field like he did something. Stupid ass. He did leave in fashion. I give him that. Yeah. I give him that. If, if if you want to lose, that's probably the best way to lose, y'all. Like, y'all watch the end of the Saints Bears playoff game. If you lose, that's the way to lose. One handed grab, walk off the field. You already know you lost. Don't trip. I mean, I don't know about the shaking hand things, you know. Well, we did the DX suck it. He, he don't got that type of respect. He's still in New Orleans. We know who you are. <laughs> Your best years with us. But look, um, yeah, they, they fo- since the steroid era was going, trial was going on, they start focusing on uh, oh the, the te- we, technical wrestling. Before we get ahead, I'm, my bad. I want that's what I meant to mention. I did appreciate back in that in that eighties era that they put emphasis on tag teams. They had a lot of tag teams back then, like Demolition and the Rockers. And um, I can't, I'm Hard Foundation, uh, British Bulldogs, a bunch of, it was a bunch, uh, yeah, a bunch of teams, but they, um, what are they playing, Tampa? I don't want to see fucking Brady. Uh, Why not? We beat him twice. What does that mean? 
We'll never be nobody three times in a row. Man, shout out to the Saints. We coming. We, fuck it. We going. We going. We going hard. Tom Brady, we coming for you. Oh no, man, I can't finish that. I mean, that's your call. You know. I mean, you probably just edit it out anyway. I mean, honestly, I'll give you your choice, you know. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I chose not to go that route. But <laughs> well, we still coming for you. Uh, yeah. Diddle. That's mad belts right there. But check it out. That was yeah, just yeah, yeah I was just like... I'm going to hold my peace because I feel like there's two errors that focus on tag team a little. No, oh, yeah. I was just... I wanted to get a tag team some love because they did have some good tag team. I feel that. I feel that. Back then. But the the, the new generation error... It, it was pretty much focused on Bret Hart, honestly. Bret was, Hart, a little bit of Perfect, a little bit of Shawn Michaels, but Bret Hart was the... Because Rootless, Rootless... I mean, I'm sorry, not Rootless. The new generation wasn't that long. It was Perfect pretty short. Perfect was out. Well, okay. Well, it was it was short. It was short. It wasn't yeah. that, it wasn't that long time before they generated something it, new. It went it went about it went about three years strong for that to be their tagline, that new generation shit. Cause I mean, it, it did like eventually they had Diesel, Razor Ramon, One Two Three Kid, uh, Gold Dust, and of course that was the era of. Not only you had to be a wrestler, you also had to have, have an occupation too. We had plumbers and yeah, garbage men. That dumb shit. Um, whatever the fuck. Uh, the goon. Remember the goon, the hockey player. I'm trying not to. Yeah, and of course, my all-time favorite job next to Shawn Michaels was the Brooklyn Brawler. That was man. What a hater. You know, you see the Brooklyn Brawler in the match, you. <laughs> You know you about to lose. Speaking of hating, let's move on to the next the next era. All right. So clearly, WCW made a rise at some point. Yeah. So I wrote down two things that indicated the attitude era, because that's the next era. All right. So you. Can pick your own point, or you want to hear my two my two things I wrote down first. You want me to go first? Yeah, what you got? All right, so I wrote down the come up of DX, and I wrote down Stone Cold winning WrestleMania. But I, eventually, I raised Stone Cold winning WrestleMania because that was after the come up of DX. So I say the come up of DX was the start of the Attitude Era. Shawn Michaels started cross chopping people way before Stone Cold was like cursing people out. Stone Cold had been he was been cursing. It was just. Like he, well, I mean, like, yeah, I get when he started feuding with Bret with Bre Hart, and even when he ran in the Brian Pillman house. But that, but DX was around then. Yeah, well, no, when he when he first like when he first broke away from Ted DiBiase, that was in like '96 when they first started letting him actually talk and be Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, but, but wasn't DX around when, when he was Stone Cold Steve Austin? Yeah, him? yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why that's why I picked that. So what you had for your attitude era moment? Like what uh, what what what. what, what what was like, okay, we're in a whole different era now. I'm trying to, probably, uh, probably that, that when DX, because, like, yeah, when DX really took off to me after school job. Okay. So that kind of when, like, once the school job happened and they just went with, like, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart was long gone. He still was coming out there, like, two weeks after Bret Hart was gone. He fucking came out there with the midget, I think. 
and had the whole jokes about it or whatever. He still talked about it or whatever. And just, like you said, they started some off-the-wall shit. I mean, fuck, I was like 11 years old, so I just thought all that shit was funny. Shout out to the Rams. I need y'all to beat Green Bay. I'm hating, that's right. I think right. they gonna beat Green Bay. I'm hating, that's right. I need Cleveland to win tonight. They play next. Yeah. I need Cleveland to win. I fucking hate Pittsburgh. I need Cleveland one too. I forgot why, but um, shit. Where I left off at? Where we at? The attitude error. So this is what came on get the hate the most apparently. What's but, he talking but, about? But before I get to that, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give the highlights of the attitude error. All right. First of all, it had this Howard Stern type fucking vibe. Like I don't know if y'all remember Howard Stern, but Howard Stern used to interview people with the, with. Chicks with their titties out, stupid oh, shit like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah this is how I stern. Like yeah. it, it was edgy, and that's what transitioned to the attitude era. They started getting edgy storylines because WCW started doing their serious storylines, mm-hmm. so the competition was there. So they needed to do edgy shit. They went to the fucking max because uh, it is offensive went. as hell in the, in twenty twenty one. Crazy man, we got. But wait, wait, face. wait, wait, wait! Before before, uh, before we kill it. I want to give it the, the, the respect it does deserve. It is the most popular era of wrestling. By a fucking country mile. It, is the, it was the only time in wrestling where it was cool to say you was a fan. You could say you, you're a fan now, but you got to just say it with your chest out. But back then, you could really walk up and say you watch wrestling and people be like, oh yeah, and the whole conversation to go about wrestling. And people would say, oh yeah, man, I used to watch it when it was real, when they had Stone Cold. Right, right, right. It was all the same shit. It was all scripted back then, All the same shit. You you could just say ass and bitch. And finally, and finally, well, I do want to recognize you did say something about the tag team. I do want to say, okay, they had a lot of tag teams during that era too. Yes, like so headbangers, just a bunch too cool. All the craziest fucking tag team outlaws, I Dudley boys, Edge oh, and Christian, okay. the Hardy boys. They we could go on and on, but the I want I want to say this: they produced the most stars out of every era I wrote down on my list. Top to bottom, they produced the most stars: Stone Cold Rock. Shawn Michaels and they didn't put Shawn Michaels his, was his his shining moments in the Attitude Era, Triple H, Undertaker, Mick Foley, all three of the motherfuckers like Kane, Kane like all these dudes came up in the Attitude Era. So I do want to give respect to that on the Attitude Era where they produced the most stars. I could not produce a li- a list of stars producing the era longer than that, just to give them their love. Now. And Keem has the floor. <laughs> oh, no, I was about to continue on what you were saying. Like, they had men called us just as over as Man Who Ain't Got. Like I mean, D-Lo Brown, Brown was a thing. <laughs> nobody was more over the Stone Cold or whatever, but fucking Godfather music hit. Man, people losing their fucking oh, mind. Man. Like, it was crazy. Like, even with the Outlaws, they hit, you hear that old you didn't know everybody. Oh, exactly. Like, man, what? I couldn't imagine how much tickets cost back then. Uh, I went to, wonder if there was a lot. You see, they didn't. We like we didn't get them as normal. New yeah, we, we didn't, didn't get, get a lot of raws. We got a lot of house shoes, so it was a lot of going to the uh, lakefront arena. Tickets be like twenty bucks, twenty five bucks. You get to see, you basically get to see all the good guys win. Right, that's all house shoes. I know how it worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get. I remember went to our shows like Undertaker versus Farouk in a steel cage for the WWE champ, WWF championship. 
Jay Jay verse Farouk, goddamn. Yeah, it was like nine to seven. Hey, the first real show I remember going to was like the Royal Rumble in 01. When Stone Cold won his third uh, Royal Rumble. I think like, I want to say Bob Buck with Drew Carey. But, yeah, man, it, um, I was about to talk about the tag teams again. You know what we talking about? We were talking about everybody, huh? I would tell Pretty you. much, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's coming yeah, it down to error. Like, though, like, they'll have, like, The Rock and Undertaker versus Stone Cold and, like, Mankind. Pay-per-view main events. And that's, like, a regular match on Monday Night Raw. Right, like, right. What the fuck? Like, like imagine you a kid. Like, that'll be a dream match on 2K right now or some shit. It was just a regular match. So, keeping a buck with y'all... And we gotta we gotta get to the bad part of the attitude era, of course. Uh, that, that's just that was that's some of that shit was offensive as hell. Like whoa. I guess because we yeah we grew up now. Yeah. Adults. I mean I'm just saying like you couldn't even you gotta slow to introduce somebody to the attitude era like it was kind of risky back then because uh, I wasn't even uh yeah I just I just watched the show with Stone Cold and the, Rock Pro. The, those storylines was pretty good, but some of them storylines like whoa. <laughs> so you you ready to get into uh, the, the negatives, the bad the bad part of the attitude era? I thought we was doing that, but oh. go, go ahead, knock yourself out. Remember Meat? Who? Meat. M E A T. Yeah. No. He couldn't win a match because he was having sex all the time. He was always tired. Yeah, Terry Reynolds and um just continue. And Jacqueline, there was there was PMS. That was their name. And Meat was like, they did a little toy, and they just, I, yeah, yeah. No, I don't remember that thing. Yeah. Thank he, goodness he I don't. Cool him, man. He come out, he Thank come goodness out. I don't. Thank come, goodness I don't remember. He come out to the ring, he already be tired. He, he be like a squash match, squash match, because he be so tired, just fucking finger poke him or something. He just fall out. He's so tired, he that, worn oh, out. Okay, that's why I'm rooting for Cleveland, because I'm on Baltimore till we get to the Super Bowl. I heard they keep saying the Bills could beat the Chiefs. Is that true? I don't know. The Bills ten and three. Is, I, I don't know. Cause I was like, who beating the Chiefs? Probably nobody. But I want if I if I want, I want Baltimore to see them in the championship. I want Cleveland to go to the Super Bowl. Okay, that's ridiculous. I mean, why not? It'll piss people off. Baker Mayfield have more commercials. I just want Drew Brees versus Lamar Jackson and Drew Brees to what? win and then peace out. I get. I finally get to see Drew Brees versus Bread in the in the, in the playoffs. I, I, don't, I, I really don't like it. I'll be real with you, but you know. Look, let's stick to what we're yeah, talking about. Yeah, this is not a football podcast. So, um, well, yeah, the attitude yeah. era. Yeah, was talking about me. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna let you finish on that one. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm just saying that's like, yeah. Yeah, attitude era has some 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 shit. Me young, give yeah. a bird to a hand. Alright. Yeah. So we go with that too there. Yeah, I mean I, I, nah they they had some great moments to like I mean shit, Stone Cold and Rock. But yeah. Yeah, like I said, they produced it was the most yeah. popular and they produced the most stars in my eyes. Yeah. And they produced I think they probably produced the most tag teams, but that's like I said, it was just so, so easy to be a thing. Yeah, um, that would put WWF on the map. Like this when it was everywhere. Speaking of putting WWF on the map, I think what ended the Attitude Era was the buyout of WCW. 
What people say I What I, do you think? For me it was seventeen cause that's when I started watching wrestling. So Damn. Like, yeah. That's yeah. stone cold she had me heartbroken. But like yeah, for me, like I know a lot of people say it was the whole invasion thing. And I yeah, went back and watched all that shit. That shit was horrible. Well, the thing is, I think that ended the Attitude Era, and then they had this whole Invasion storyline, and then that's when we, and that and I but, I didn't include the Invasion as a, as an era because that was just a thing right for for the moment. We knew that shit was coming to an end. What you think is that it ended the Attitude Era, or is just that it ended the Monday Night Wars that you saying that? Cause I I I thought the Attitude Era was over one Stone Cold like. John Vince man, because he wasn't that stone cold no more and just... Well, so the attitude era, I think, was defined by the edgy storylines. Right. When did that end? <coughs> Shit. Triple H had sex with a dead body, so... I, in 2002, so... I, I don't think it, the edgy storylines didn't really stop to the PG era. Well, I was just one of the crazy was still around. When was Stone Cold Walkout? 2002. When was this John Cena slapping Kurt Angle? 2002. All right, so that's that's pretty much was why, why I had rootless aggression at. But that's, we, yeah, but that's we debate, when the, the rootless aggression era really started. Began. So, but so your but your question is when did the as era end? Yeah, to me, I'm gonna go with WrestleMania 17. Damn. Let me see. But WrestleMania 18, that was. What was that attitude error? And see, it was still, it was still technically the attitude because a lot of people said attitude error was from ninety seven to two thousand two. I want to say that was still technically the attitude error. It it really was technically. Yeah, I'm still up until like just like when Vince came out and had the little promo talking about the good guys versus bad guys shit. Now you gonna switch to the attitude? That's when people say that's when the shit started. He came out and had that rootless aggression promo and all that shit. And that's when, right, especially but, when they switched to WWE. All right, we're going we gonna to have that debate forever. Y'all let us know what y'all think. There's the, the the transition from... Let us know when the end of the Attitude Era was and in the beginning of the rootless aggression. Well, we know the beginning of the rootless aggression era was. The John Cena slapped the Kurt Angle. <laughs> but look, let us know what y'all think, man. Facebook, Championship Ringside. Instagram, Championship underscore Ringside. Twitter at Champ Ringside. Email, Championship Ringside at gmail.com. Yeah, keep keep on, you know, listening. It's going to be on YouTube, of course. Y'all keep on like, sharing, subscribing. Keep the movement going. But let's get into the rootless aggression era. This was WCW, WWE all combined. This is... Uh, the OVW talent pool over coming on to WWE, they had to do a draft because they had so many so much damn talent. Yeah, uh, Angle and Cena was two of the headliners, but you forget people like Brock, Eddie Guerrero, Jeff Hardy became a single star. Edge became a single star. Mysterio um, and Chris Benoit, his name gonna come up again soon. What? His name will come up again soon, but it became more of a. How can you define the ruthless aggression era? Because it was really good. It was one of the best ones to me. Probably. I mean, yeah, it's my... I think Attitude Era is probably still one of my favorites. But I think I do like the reality era a lot. 
in the new era is actually looking pretty good. But we're going to get to those. Yeah. So, uh, we're talking about the ruthless aggression era, like the draft. That's when it became a thing. Brock Lesnar was that guy. He was supposed to replace Stone Cold, which he could. He actually took, technically could have, but yeah. he. I think he needed an MMA career to to boost him who he was. But that's another story for another day. Triple H Evolution. That was ruthless aggression. Yeah. Okay. Two thousand two. All right. Well, that was that was the main story. I didn't even write that down. The return of HB Shizzle. Yep. Yep. Damn, I didn't write that down either. Had the up and coming stars, uh, RVD. Uh, uh, they were still pushing tests back then for, for some reason yeah I did like when he got with Stacey the key but he called his fans the testicles oh wow <laughs> I, did, I didn't know that I didn't know that and they had a lot of uh, Undertaker was big evil oh the badass yeah the badass I see you finally let that go. You used to be so mad about that at one point in your life. I grew up. Okay. So okay. like, got okay. other shit to be worried about. <laughs> you had to let go of some arguments, huh? I had to let go of that. It was like... <laughs> you sitting at home complaining to your I, wife. I, she, I, she like, you still worried about that other shit? Figure, like, I'm still trying to figure out who, who, who raised the briefcase on Stone Cold at the King of the Ring in 99. <laughs> Oh, like, man. I had to let certain that, shit go. That's a good bad ass shit did have me hot for a couple years, <laughs> Like I couldn't believe they did that shit. It, they had they had um I I kinda feel like they made just as many stars as the attitude ever. I don't think they made as many. They made a lot of stars. Cause, Cause if you think about Jeff Hardy and Edge, they were stars in the attitude era, they just wasn't single stars. Yeah. So that's why that's why I kinda oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. like and those two are their biggest stars. Yeah, they took off. Eddie Guerrero technically wasn't a star that was made in the Attitude Era. He was, well, he technically was a star made in the Attitude Era. He just had his come up. Same JBL. thing. Yeah, JBL, like uh, Cena, Angle, Brock was the only ones who kind of organically came up to that era. That's that's how I'm looking at it. And not, I mean, I not the shit on Triple H. I will say. Triple H was my favorite hell of the Attitude Era. Nah, I like The Rock. Technically, you got you, you probably forget that The Rock was technically a hell. I, I yeah, I fuck with The Rock, but Triple H that that's Triple H's legacy to me is the uh, his work in the Attitude Era. Yeah, he did have one of the best storylines of the hell. I give him that. Like and then and, honestly, I think his work in, in the evolution as a hell was just eight one. Yeah, I think it, it was no way he could chill this dude. But that was for me. That was Triple H's best work. Well, outside of the evolution thing, but yeah, for me, that the attitude ever run like when he got away from DX and became the game. Yeah, that was his. That was his best work for me. To me, right. but <clears throat> yeah, like. I mean, I, I I guess I was just thinking about Cena, Orton, Batista, Shelton Benjamin. Like, Wait, that's 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 too far. Oh, oh no, I was thinking. Oh, I'm talking about the attitude. I'm in a ruthless aggression era. Era. Batista wasn't ruthless aggression. He wasn't. He debuted the same show as Cena. He did, but I think his come up was. Well, oh shit! You know you're no, right. They, they won you're the right. titles the same you're right. night. You're right. You're right. I, I'm. Well, you know what? All right. This this the thing. 
I forget when the Chris Benoit shit happened. That was after WrestleMania 21? Yeah, that was in like August, I think. Okay, so... Or June. Okay, so, okay, I wrote my stars in the wrong in the wrong part then. So, Cena, Orton, Batista was all in the ruthless aggression era. That's my fault. Okay. All right. So, like I said, I mentioned earlier, the Benoit shit happened. Linda McMahon started getting into politics, so wrestling went PG. Oh. So, we in a PG era now, which is probably one of the worst eras people feel like, but... I mean, it kind of brought other people in. and that, Didn't they bring in ECW doing that PGR or some shit? ECW was kind of... Like, when did the Rootless Aggression era end? Benoit. Oh, definitely Benoit. So, ECW was already a thing. Because Chris Benoit was supposed to be the ECW. ECW. Okay, all right, all right. So, okay. The PGR was just the PGR, y'all. Like, I mean, it was just watered-down storylines, cartoony oh, shit. God, the fucking John, right. The John Cena was Raw guest host. John Cena was stuffed in your face because he was the most family-friendly guy in the world, which which credit to him, he literally is the most family-friendly guy in the world. The, the F you went to... The attitude adjustment. Yeah, it sounded like a nanny move, but fire t shirts that said chain gang and respect and all that turns into fucking you highlight you, highlighters. You can't see me. Like, you can't see me. The fucking yellow shirt, green shirt, red shirt, purple shirt, orange. I'm let you, I, I that's all I really have on the PG era, so you can finish out what you gotta say on that. <laughs> Mr. Kennedy. That's all I that's all I fuck with from the PG era. Alright. Well there was one star in the PG era that I have to give a lot of credit to, which I personally don't like because he don't shut up. Like he was one like he wanted the goats, but he but he does have credit for ending the PG era in my eyes. Uh-huh. Uh Chicago made punk. CM or Chick punk. Magnet Punk. Or I, I, Orton had a Orton had a good run to 09. I think back then, like, Jericho was the best to me. What you mean? Like, Jericho, that's when he started the whole um, wearing the suit and shit. What? Oh, you talking about who was the best during the era? During the PG era? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I give him that. No, I'm, I'm just saying, well, those are dudes who just, you talking about dudes who just know what the fuck they're doing oh, when, they, oh, when, they yeah. get, when they when when they they get, look at Orton. Orton been in the game for 20 years, and he probably had an argument. Oh, one my of the bad. He talking about people who came up. Yeah. Yeah, my, all right, yeah. Yeah, Orton. Oh, yeah, see him. Look, look at Orton now. Orton's still shining. The Miz. Miz came up in that time, too. Uh, what's the what's the name? Oh, 09 is when... No, I... Oh, 08 was when him and, him and Morrison was tag team, and then he split off in 09, and that's when he won the U.S. title. So, title. my personal thing with Miz is I think he took off when he... Won the won the belt again, the when he and he turned it white. Oh, he when he won the. I think that's when he was established. Stuff. Talk about the uh, IC belt. Yeah, that's that's my personal opinion. I think that was during the reality era, huh? We gonna get into it, cause I yeah, I, I, we need to get into that. I had to check. Era. I had to check and see. But look, the PG era, I personally think it ended with the pipe bomb. Yeah. If it didn't end with the pipe bomb, then the pipe bomb definitely was the beginning of that reality era. Cause it finally broke the mold of WWE treating us like we stupid, like we don't know who the fuck people real names is and yeah. shit. Oh wow! Oh, shit! Oh wow! Okay. Dog oh, pound. Wow. Cle- Let's go. Cleveland has just scored Shout on Shout out to Dolph Ziggler in the mid. So look, uh, what I was saying, 
You was talking about how people, how Vince was in, got Vince was insulting our intelligence. Yeah, like that's some old punk shit. That 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 gave us a little attitude era kind of feel. Yeah, so. like we we like we know who the Undertaker is at this point. Oh, we yeah. we know that these dudes ride together. We know these dudes best friends. They just fighting for the storyline. We know these things at this point because of just social media. So Punk kind of broke that mold, which he probably didn't even know he was going to break that type of mold. But I think that's what Punk was shooting for, though. But he, but he made everything change. It was like, okay, w, that's when WWE started showing people Twitter handles and shit like that and everything. Like, it just got real. So that's when they called it the reality era. Zack Ryder got over, and he wasn't even on WWE TV. So that's what, that's what made them at the... Um, had just had to embrace that social media shit. So if we wondering about the reality era, we talking about reality shows, social media. <sighs> Total divas. Uh, we we saw seeing the back true lives of wrestlers, and the most important thing of the reality era was the come up of independent wrestling. Oh man! NXT became a thing, I think, in reality era. Just out to the network. Just network. the. It came a thing during that era too. Just the fact of the come up of independent wrestling making its way um, to wrestling as well. Daniel Bryan, Seth Rollins, uh, CM Kevin Punk was Owens. one of them. Kevin, Kevin Owens. Owens. Wait, 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 Kevin Owens. It, that was we. Uh, Kevin Owens might be part of the new era. Nah, but he was wrestling back then with CM Punk. And yeah, I was just talking about WWE. That's all. But you're right, Kevin Owens was definitely one of the top guys back then. And Ring of Honor, I believe. Yeah. But um, who else we got? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I forgot. I didn't write everybody now. I just wrote the come up with a shield. But, um, yeah, how you feel about the reality era? You can speak, speak on it. Yeah, they, um, yeah, it was fucked. It started with Punk. And I guess... That's when The Rock came back, too, huh? Rock came back in between that time. Because him and Cena was... Yeah. They had that year-long... Yeah, they was, was uploading Facebook videos of each other and shit. Yeah. But... Yeah, I, I didn't even know they called that the reality era until you mentioned it. Like, I ain't even... I thought that was still PG era. I forgot. I forgot. I heard what I heard the name. I think I heard Triple H say it one time, and so, then I think everybody just ran with it. So are we? In the, we still in the reality era? No. Whatever we in now. The new era. What's the new? This just the new era. The new era is the come up of the Shield. The Shield has been the faces of the wrestling business for the past four, five years, four years, five years. Shit, probably. Shield debuted in twelve. Right, but we talking Roman Reigns. It's, we, oh, we yeah, like yeah. we know for a fact this this about to be the guy we watching for the well, next few been, years. They've been forcing Roman and Seth Ro- and, and then we discovered that Seth Rollins really gonna be right there as the number two guy. So I guess this, I guess they took off once this, the the hill turn happened, huh? I would say so, but so I mean, 14. and of course you are gonna have your your gems like Drew McIntyre, which I'm pretty sure. If it transmits, if it transits to a new era, he's gonna be the spearhead of that. They've been trying to, they've been pushing, trying to push Drew since the PG era. But then, but yeah, I believe this. Like this is the new era that we're going through right now. But uh, I can't pinpoint when the transition though. Some people say it was Roman Reigns winning that against Triple H. 
But that wasn't even an epic moment to me. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. 32. I think the transition to the new era was the women main event in the pay-per-view. I think the come up of women... Whichever was first, the women being in the pay-per-view or they having their own pay-per-view. I think that was the, the come-up um, of the new, the new era. The Evolution pay-per-view was in 2018, I think. When was when was the first time women main event the pay-per-view? Uh, main event the pay-per-view or main event WrestleMania? No, pay-per-view. Because the, the, the pay-per-view was this era, too. Uh, I know Raw was in the Attitude era. Let me see. I'm about to look it up now. Like, they, they pay-per-view either a TLC or Hell in a Cell or something like that. Because WrestleMania came after. I think the women is a representation of the new era to me. Because I think that's the only thing that's different from the reality era. See, they saying the Hell in a Cell match from 2016. Was, was the first time they made the event on pay-per-view? Yeah, but was it? I don't think that was the final match. I think that was that, that that like that, and that makes sense. Twenty sixteen, we in a new era. Women are main event pay per views. It was the final match. Yeah, yeah. So that that I, I, know, I thought that was the because um, like I said, some people saying Roman Reigns, but I'm like nah. I think I thought the, yeah, I, I, I thought the uh, Seth Rollins. I mean, the, uh, yeah, the Seth Rollins Kevin Owens match was the final match that night. Alright, they made a, they, they definitely made a big deal about that. But yeah, so pretty much, uh, the new era to me represents. The come up of Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, AJ Styles, and Drew McIntyre. I might be missing a name or two, but I think wow, wow, Cleveland is rolling, y'all. But I'm thinking, yeah, this this new era probably could wind up being. It's already better than. I think it's already better than most eras because of the women too. Of course, and. You can honestly say he got some women wrestlers that are better than men. Exactly. You see, Sasha ranked number one in Sports Illustrated eyes, and Bailey was Bailey ranked. I think Bailey was named the number one wrestler in the world. Yeah. So, Charlotte Flair might be shit the best wrestler on WWE roster out of everybody. Could be. But look, so. What was your favorite era? I might have to go with Attitude Era. After all that? Yeah, because I, I can't say the PG... Not PG. I can't really say the Ruthless Aggression Era because didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. I went back and watched it, and it's like I didn't watch everything. Like, how I would have watched everything in the Attitude Era. I skipped over some shit and skimmed through a lot of shit. But I, I guess... Cause it was still the best time. Cause that period between '96 and '99 was like shit. That was like the golden era to me in wrestling. Well, yeah, I had to go with the Attitude Era, just cause you had it. Every, you had three shows every week, including ECW, WCW, and WWF. So like then you had Stone Cold, The Rock, Triple H, all that shit. So I go with the reality. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna go with the attitude era, but the reality era is a close second for me. Yeah, I really like the reality era because it was like, okay, we getting the truth. We still getting bullshit, but we had so many gems in the reality era, and then the fact that we started grasping on the independent wrestling scene, Daniel Bryan, Finn Balor, it was just all these good matches that was going through. I think, and like I said, to come up with NXT 
was fire. You know that Sami Zayn and Nakamura match, amazing. Oh, it's Shinsuke's first match. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That that's why I like the reality era too. But I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the attitude era because I just something I grew up on. And it's kind of it's kind of what hooked and sinked me into wrestling. Of course, I was the new generation guy. I watched it. I mean, I watched the Golden Era too. But that was just you know, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. So yeah, I went with uh, attitude era. I mean, hey, for a new era, you think the new era gonna make a come up? AJ Drew, Roman, uh, Seth Rollins this, to get back. I feel like the this Fiend. The, this the most talent WWE ever had. Like, t- like all across the board, this is the most talent. Like, they literally got. And like the wrestling, never the problem with WWE. It's the fucking bullshit storylines. Like, if they just get better storylines, like everything will be fine. Like, you could take. You can just grab any two wrestlers in the back, and they're going to put on a good match for TV. Just the booking. They, they, this era has a shot to be wrestling's best era. It just suck right now we're in the middle of a pandemic when they pushing a lot of this shit. So, we'll see. Yeah, I, I think that it, like I think they could make something happen with, with everything they got going on right now and the talent they have. So, I agree. That's all I really got on this uh, era shit. Mm-hmm. What you looking like? Yeah, I ain't really got much. I mean, we'll be all day talking about this shit, so... I mean, there's a lot of shit we missed out on, obviously. I mean, I think we covered the main part. Like, look, if we miss something, y'all let us know. Shit, Facebook, Championship Ringside. Instagram, Championship underscore Ringside. Twitter at Champ Ringside. Email Championship Ringside, gmail.com. And look, let us know what's going on. Uh, Facebook group. Of course, YouTube channel, all that, everything. Let us know. Exactly. So check it out. That's the end of that one. Cleveland is working Pittsburgh right now. Right. And we about to just be out on y'all, man. Look, shout out to everybody listening. Shout out to everybody showing love. Shout out to everybody just you know giving props to the movement. And look, shout to shouting out. So stay blessed. BLM, wash your hands, sanitize, wear your mask, stop hating, it's bad for you, stop bitching, because nobody like to hear it. Stop booking Goldberg. Because we tired of it. You know, like, we, we really? Goldberg. 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 That's really? the best you could. I, Mark Henry could have did the whole fake retirement thing all over again. That would have been more entertaining. The thing is, we, we just, you know what? I get it. We, we we like wrestling too much. That's what it is. We like wrestling too much to what we know for a fact. It's our fault that we care too much. Yeah. We, because we'll be entertained by watching Drew McIntyre go against, uh, who, who's on Raw? I forget who's on Raw at this point. I mean, I watched him go against Keith Lee again. Exactly. Exactly. So that could have been a pay per view match. Yeah, but that don't sell enough for them, so they get Goldberg. Like we we just like wrestling too much. I'm gonna let Keem close out this episode, y'all. Let go of the fucking past. The past is in the past, and your present should be a present or some shit. I don't know. Hug your wife and kids, and yeah, that's it. Don't show, don't show your kids the attitude, Arrow. Facts. Deuces. <laughs>